Welcome to Electric Vicuna Productions Podcast, Episode 31, Decades of Original Shows. I'm Jack Ward. You know, I've always liked classic sitcoms, and back in the day, I wanted to play it writing one, hence the Jack and Shannon show. My biggest problem is probably twofold. I'm not nearly as funny as, say, John Bell or Kyan Chris Conroy. And I also need to work on my timing, or at least my post-production timing on the shows. Regardless, I still have such a love for the genre, and I have plans to return to it someday. You know, it helps that people think of these shows so fondly. So, as Digger was fond of saying in The Life of Riley, as we listened to episodes 3 and 4 of season 3 of The Jack and Shannon Show, I must be shoveling on. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Creative, demanding, dysfunctional. These are some of the words that are used to describe the internet show some call reality, others heavily scripted. Tonight, we'll look at the people behind the Jack and Shannon show and some of the people who stand behind them. What do you think of when I say these names? Okay. Jack. Confused. Shannon. Talentless. Really talentless? Well, not completely. She'd make an okay Shannon in a pinch. Isn't she Shannon, though? Only because I wasn't at the audition at the time. If I was, well, <laughs> we'd, we'd know who'd be Moon Glow now, wouldn't we? Isn't that your name? Not if I got the part. What is your role in the show? Why? Who's asking? I am. What have you heard? I haven't heard anything. You're not telling me everything you know. Are you often kept in the dark? What do you mean by that? What did Moonglow tell you? About what? Oh, you're good, lady. I'll give you that. But nobody, and I mean nobody, can play stupid better than I. Me. What? Better than me. That's right. Keep pushing. I said no cameras. (sighs) That was actually my purse. Oh. With my glasses in it. Looked like a camera. It was a change purse. Them Japanese make them real small these days. I see. So, you've had a pretty eventful day today. No different than any other, I would guess. So what was that business with the podjector? Oh. What is a podjector? You saw that, huh? Batty brought it upstairs after an... Explosion from the basement. Something about tripwires. Poor wiring. Yeah, that's old Batty. Safety first. So what about the podjector? What about it? Apparently, the podjector was a device that projects pod shows and converted radio shows for viewing. It was first mentioned in the Sonic Society by Jack, and Shannon has made it clear that she never really liked the term or the device. And, well, this is what our cameras caught earlier in the day. Last one. Is that... Yes? Jack? Oh. That's not what I think it is. Is it? Probably not, because that would upset you. You totally kept the podjector. Well, no. Not really. So, this is a figment of my imagination? Obviously not, but... Well, maybe it... Maybe it came back. Came 
back. Yeah. So it's like a homing projector? Maybe. You promised. I know. I I, I, I will. There's I just... so much stuff in this place in the basement. Do you know there's like an actual maze down there? What if I get a minotaur? I'm being serious. So was I. Jack, you've got to stop being Peter Pan and... You know, you, you're really pretty today. Did you do your hair differently? Jack, never interrupt a premenopausal woman in a rant. Shannon, you're 26. Five. Five years old. So? So you can't be menopausal. Pre-menopausal. Or pre-menopausal. No, I can't. I've decided to put men on pause. Why? So I can work on my career. So then why are you pre-menopause? I haven't settled on my career yet. I don't think that's the real meaning of menopause. 9-11 changed everything, Jack. You're right. Once we got those big Slurpee cups, we knew we could have it all. Wait a minute, did you did you mean 7-11? What did I say? 9-11. Oh, no, 7-11. 9-11 is just way too soon. I agree. I never eat till 9-30. <sighs> Abbott and Costello arguments aside, there's something deeper going on with the connection between the two. Right after Jack left on some errands, Shannon accidentally knocked over the podjector and broke it. I didn't do it on purpose! Recriminations aside, the repercussions were almost immediately apparent. Betty Lou, did you just drop all that cutlery? I'm picking them up! No, that's not what I mean. Those two in your hands. Drop them. Drop them? Just throw them on the floor. I thought you wanted me to pick them up. Just drop them for a moment. All right, all right. There. They're on the floor. Did you hear that? Hear what? Exactly. They didn't make a sound when they fell. I didn't do it. The podjector, among other things, added all the sound effects to the show. With it broken, none of the sounds would work. Considering Shannon's dislike of the podjector, her response was unusual. Mo. Yes, Miss Shannon? You can fix this, right? I... Right? Is my job at stake? Maybe. I'll get Mr. Ward's toolkit. That would be best. We can fix it together. Go get Mr. Ward's toolkit. Uh, that would be best. Mo Hashem is the last member of the Jack and Shannon show. He was hired by the late Ken... Ken McAlpine to take over when Jake Willett had left. <laughs> you joined the Jack and Shannon show late in the game. Uh-huh. That must have been hard to do. Actually, everyone's been pretty supportive. Really? How so? Well, I'm already a third-level closet dungeoneer. A what? I know! Shannon thought I would only make second level by now. Second level? How did you make third level? Oh, the usual way. I go on quests. Quests? What kind of quests? Miss Shannon sort of set them up. First, they were to the grocery store to gather the right pieces I need to go to the next level. The grocery store? Sure. You know, 50 XP for a trip. Five points for each item retrieved. Eventually, I put them together to help level up. Level up. How else do you expect me to get to the announcer level? Aren't you the announcer already? Well, yeah, but that's just a temporary title until I get enough experience. Then there's the side quests. Side quests. You know, to find sponsors, marketing, do Jack's laundry, the normal stuff. I thought you understood how Hollywood Halifax worked. Hollywood Halifax. Sure. That's what they call the entertainment industry here. You were helping Shannon fix the podjector. Well, no one realized that the sound effects for the show were tied into it. That's Jack's toolkit? Yes, ma'am. It's an orange Super Friends lunchbox. It's got tools. Okay, grab me the Barry Allen wrench. In a flash. Ow! 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 You couldn't tell at that moment with the sound effects destroyed, but Moonglow had just run a motorcycle off a high diving board she propped outside, down a looped track, through three rings of fire, and into Jack's window landing in a hot tub of whipped cream. Or rather, she did all that and missed the hot tub of whipped cream and went through the living room wall. Without sound effects. Much of that was missed. 
So what skills do you bring to the character of Shannon that the current Shannon doesn't have? Stunts. Stunts. Yes. I am a qualified stunt cultivator. Coordinator? That's what I said. Stunt coordinator. Can you give me an example of some of the stunts you've done on the show? Oh my heavens, look at that! What? That, over there! Turn your head in the direction that I am gesticulating. But you're pointing at the wall beside us. Oh! <laughs> Must be a reflection. I meant over there! Where? Ow! Who put that wall there? Moonglow's silent, death-defying feet went almost unnoticed by everyone if it wasn't for the mist-whipped cream. When the moon is in the seventh earth... Moonglow! Are you okay? ...jumps a line with motorcycles... Hey, Mo! When did Jack buy a hot tub of whipped cream? Beats me. Pass me that hammer of Thor. Right here. This is the dawning of... An hour later, and the repairs were almost complete. Betty Lou was sent to stall Jack at the door. Hey, I'm back. Who would have thought that the rutabaga fair was so empty? There wasn't even a lineup through the gold ring competition. Wow, that, that door's quiet. Who oiled it? Whoa, Betty Lou, you scared me. What is that supposed to mean? What's what supposed to mean? Are you saying I have the kind of face to scare someone? No, I'm, I'm just... I. Could I get just get past? Uh, we don't talk enough, Mr. Ward. Really? <laughs> what made you think that? You usually ask me what I did on the off-season. All right, all right. So what did you do on the off-season, the Jack and Shannon show, Betty Lou? Nothing. Well, there you go. Where are you going? Uh, that's just my point. I just said I did nothing. I... But that doesn't mean I didn't do anything. Uh, most people say they do nothing when they actually do something, but it takes a lot to make something out of nothing. I, I mean, just because it's nothing for me doesn't mean you wouldn't find it something worth knowing. I... Anything worth knowing is something even if it's made out of nothing, don't you think? Uh, um, I, uh... Um... I mean, if I told you I took audio tap dancing, and I thought I was nothing special doing it, I... you might think I was something special just having tried it. I... Even though it was nothing at all to give anything a try when you've got nothing to do. Sure, um, okay. I took audio tap dancing. Show me something you've learned. No. No? I mean, it's so much more fun just to imagine what audio tap dancing would sound like than to actually do it. Well, it is an audio show, so sounds are kind of important. Here, let me give you a demonstration. No! No? Oh, fiddle-dee-dee. Remember that? Oh, fiddle-dee-dee. Did you hear that, Miss Shannon? Fiddle-dee-dee. Ready. Ready to go? Ready? To go. So go. All right. If you asked me last season if Betty Lou would have gotten stranger, I would have said, What the? Clop, 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 clop. What, what the? That's strange. Look, everybody. What's the? Is that Moonglow? Seems to be. On a motorcycle? <laughs> Looks like it. Making a revving sound? Oh, that's not her. Kick. Ow. I mean, that's exactly the right sound effect. That's better. She just went off a high diving board. There she goes through the loop-de-loop. Through a ring of fire. Another one. Get the camera out of my face. Those were my backup glasses. Final ring. Stand back. She's coming through. Where did that hot tub of whipped cream come from? He's I must have been some cake. But I'm ching. 
And hold on a minute. Wait, wait, wait just a minute. Are you are you telling me that all that all of these are sound effects? Those are real sound effects? Shannon? Well, I They're the real thing, Mr. Ward. What else would they be? You hearing sound effects? Yes. They are the real sound effects. I guess they are. And certainly not what happened when I fixed the broken podjector. Oh, okay then. Let me just take a load off and read the paper. I, I, I could have sworn. The Jack and Shannon show is about people who don't always get along, but still tend to cover for each other when things get bad. Like a family. As for why Shannon tried to fix the podjector in the first place, well, maybe there is a reason for that too. What do you think of when I say the word Shannon? Hope. Yeah. I'd have to say hope. This was the Jack and Shannon Show, episode number three, Behind the Drama. Written and produced by Jack Ward. Editing by Shannon Hilchey and starring Jack Ward, Shannon Hilchey, Shoelle Strang, Kristen Slaney, Mo Hashem, and Eric Benson, with special guest star, Zoe Biggio. Music by the Sharon B. Swing Orchestra, and recorded by Electric Vicuna Studios in sunny Bedford, Nova Scotia. Bring that drywall over here. You'll, you'll need to spread the new carpet there. But not until we get the couches in. No, no, the Captain Kirk chair has a hole in the seat for a reason. Put it in the bathroom, okay? Batty? Oh, yes, Mr. Ward. How's the wiring going? No problem, Mr. Ward. Jack? That's what worries me. Hey there. Uh, you, you came at the right time. Can you give me a hand with this water cooler? Did I miss a memo? Possibly. You don't take any. I can't lose any that way either. Point taken. So, what's going on here? What do you mean? I mean all the construction. Are we remodeling again? Oh, no. no. I'm just changing part of the living room into a waiting room. A waiting room? Sure. Green room, staff room, what have you. That's what I was going to ask. Why? I always wanted my own water cooler place. It could be a spot for guests to sit before going on. Sit where? Moe's bringing in those couches. Right, Moe? Right, Mr. Ward? Those look heavy. They really do. Mo. Yes, Mr. Ward? Those are really meant to be carried by two people. Really? Yeah, so so make sure you use your knees, okay? Yes, sir, Mr. Ward. Jack, why don't you give him a hand? Shannon, this is no time to applaud. The kid's doing work. <sighs> you're doing it again. What? Avoiding. Every time you have something you're afraid of facing, you keep yourself busy and try to leave a little note to tell someone. You never come out with what's bugging you. That's ridiculous. Do you uh, want this up, Mr. Ward? No, no, the unicorn mobile with the hearts and rainbows isn't hung until we get the light fixtures in. Oh, gotcha. Now you're just being ridiculous. Really? You remember last year when you couldn't deal with Ken, Ken McAlpine, owning the show? You wrote, I am sad, with alphabet magnets on your fridge. By the way, an I is not a good replacement for an A. It took me all day to figure out who I knew named Sid. We're all Sid sometimes. Sad. Sad. We're all sad sometimes, Shannon. That doesn't mean I'm trying to avoid things now. You, you talk like I'm building something that we don't need. The uh, fish maze coffee table's here, but we have to assemble the water wheel and uh, split the sections between salt and fresh water. Yeah, and, and, and uh, just, just set it up beside the coral lamps. 
What were you saying? Ugh, never mind. How are you paying for all this? Who knows? I'm so bad at math, it's like my great ancestor, Jacqueline Wardicum. Jacqueline, what's it? Wardicum. He was senior legate in the Roman army. Legate? He fashioned wooden legs. For the wounded? No, for fashion. I just said that. What's that music? Cutscene, remember? Shenicus Hilcharium, good to see you at the market. Legged Wardicum, what brings you here to the auction? One can never have too many bangles. Bagels? Bangles. Oh, bangles. What's a bagel? I don't think they've been invented yet. So what are you here for? Looking for a series of lead unicorn napkin rings. What are napkins? The latest thing. They wipe food from the face. Right. Wipe food from the face? What's the point of your robe then? You really need to keep up with the news. How much did you bring? At least one bag full of coins. So much. You don't want to be caught without enough to pay. Why is that? You know Julius Caesar, right? Who hasn't heard of Julius Caesar? He didn't die in the capital. Go on. No. That's just what the wall posters are saying in the square. He died right here. He didn't. Hear you say? He bit on a clay bobblehead dog, and he didn't have the money to pay. You don't dare come here without the money. Do I hear an XIV? I see. I see to the legate and the goofy toga. Jackalinius, did you? Would they take an IOU? Oh, boy. That was the longest cutscene. Not for Jackalinius. That's excellent, Betty Lou. The last of what? The magazines. I ordered a pile of magazines and we put some racks up in the new waiting room so people will have reading material while they wait. That's really thoughtful of you. Thank you. Wait for what? For meetings. We have meetings with other people? Well, someday. Look, it doesn't matter. I don't want to make a federal case out of it. Betty Lou, could you help me put up the magazines? Sure, Mr. Wood. You know, Jack, water coolers are notorious hangouts for gossip. We have enough confusion. Do you really want to... You worry too much, Shannon. It'll be a great place to catch up with people during lunchtime and coffee breaks. Don't say it in war. All right. They should be all organized in their own boxes. Just hand them to me when I call for them. Gotcha. Let me get up up to the top shelf. Are you leaving the ladder there? No, Shannon. That would be dangerous. Then how will they reach the magazines up there? I, well, they can, well, figure that out later, okay? Okay. What are you doing? Just getting a seat and some lemonade before the show starts. What show? Oh, it's due any minute now. Are we ready, Betty Lou? Ready. Okay, time. About ten. Ten? A little after... No, no, not after now. Now? It's ten. Show's actually right on time. Oh, no, I I see what you mean. I I don't mean what time it is. I mean the Time magazines. I already told you I had time to help you. No, time. I'm going as fast as I can. (laughs) Uh, All right, all right, I'm sorry. Let's start with another. People? Oh, you need more help, Mr. Ward? No, I I just need magazines. People. It yells a lot like that. No, I'm, I'm I'm just wired to get this done. Wired? Why didn't you ask for Wired? It's right here. I don't want Wired. I just want time. Well, you'd have more time if you weren't so pushy. What about us? What about us? We need us. That's what we're doing. Helping. If you just tell us what you want. Get me Wired, then. I think you're Wired enough. Uh, 
What magazines do you think I should put up here then, Betty Lou? I don't know. I have a money magazine here. Well then, give me a stack of money. What for? So I can put them up in the magazine racks. Has that kind of money to stack in magazine racks? No, no, you just uh, you just said that the magazine's called money. Uh-huh. And I was asking you to hand it to me to stack here, the money magazine. Oh, well, why didn't you just say so? I thought I did. Why don't we start by color? Color? Sure, it'll blend in better with your fish table. Fish maze coffee table. Whatever, I don't really like sushi. Fine, fine. Hand me the red book then. That's not a good color. What's not? Blue. I asked for a red book. Yeah, it's got a blue cover. Red book has a blue cover. And some kind of person. Well, what what about people? They've all got people on them, Mr. Ward. You know, this could take all day at this rate. Uh, everything's wired, Mr. Ward. No, that's more of an off-white color. You want Timmy? Timmy? Yeah, that's got a red cover. No, that, that's not Timmy, Betty Lou, that's time. What? I said that's time. I never knew it was that late. You heard the man. Lunchtime, everyone. magazines when you get down from the ladder, Mr. Ward? I'm dead tired. For the love of... What's angoraphobia? Fear of sweaters. Mr. Ward has a fear of Angora sweaters? Don't say anything. Not a word. What's said by the water cooler stays by the water cooler. If we keep it clean. You know, ah, these couches are really comfortable. This sofa ain't half bad either. Really? Could I maybe try for a... You're okay standing there, aren't you, Mo? Well, my back is a little sore from moving these Chesterfields in. I didn't even get a chance... You're right. It's better not to just stand. That's no good for your back. There's some lemonade in the fridge. Thanks, Mo. That's really nice of you. I'll get the lemonade. That's 50 points. You're really going to level up by the end of the day. Where is Mr. Wood? Well, after he had his quiet time, I think Batty is showing him the rewiring he did. Yeah, that would be it. So explain to me why you set up a tripwire with a flash pot. Well, how else are you going to get light in the room? Uh, ceiling lights? Oh, uh, that's right over here. Mm. Batty, did you hook up all the electrical works in the apartment with trip wires? Is there something wrong with that? No, no, I, I just tend to use things like, you know, wall switches to turn on lights. Well, how do you know where they are? They're wall switches. Well, that's going to take some time. You see, uh, with trip wires, you just walk, and the lights turn on when you enter the room. No need for your hands. It's, it's simple. And what if you leave the room? What What if you leave the room and shut the light out? Well, uh, you'd have to set up the tripwire again, uh, of course. You know, this is worse than the new Christmas tradition they were trying to start a couple of years ago. Happy Christmas cold cocking! It couldn't be worse than... Worse than what? Batty, how would you go up and tell someone that you think you're in love with them? Oh, they don't speak English, huh? What? Well, if you can't tell them in English, you could try semaphore code. But they need a direct line of sight for the flag. No, no, I, I mean if it's hard. What a 
The flags? No, no, it's hard to tell them how you feel. Well, the trick is just keeping your arms at full length when you change the letters. Like this. No, 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 can we stop with the flags? I just want to tell someone I love them. Someone? Woman, huh? Most definitely. Can she at least read lips? Never mind. Oh, why don't you get the wiring to the wall switches set up? All right. Do you want the uh, trip wires connected to wall switches? No trip wires! Yes, sir. Okay, you've got it. No trip wires. Just wire the lights to the wall switches. No trip wires. No trip wires. Good. Okay, let me know when you're done. I'll uh, flag you down. You do that. You do that. Have you seen Moonglow? She hasn't been here all day. No, I haven't. I'll check with the others. Moonglow, hmm? I wonder if she already knows. Has anyone seen Moonglow? No. Come to think of it, I haven't seen her all day. You feeling a little chilly, Mr. Wood? What the? Oh, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just you fine. You cold. Why don't I? Ah! What are you doing? Why don't you borrow my sweater? Ah! No! Keep that thing away from me! It's okay. It's just a little Angora. No! Shannon! Hey, don't blame me. You wanted a water cooler. I told you this would happen. Well, two can play at that game. What do you mean? I mean it's time to tell some of your dark, deep secrets. You wouldn't. Ha ha! Not so funny now, is it? Tor. Oh, that's it then, huh? You pronounce things differently from me? What's he talking about? Let me tell you. You say vague. I say vague. I thought it was vogue. You say bagel. I say bagel. Anyone for bagel? Vague, vague. Vogue. Bagel, bagel. Bagel. You know who's got it right. I do. You say to her, I say tour. I tore my sweater. What? Ah! You say berry, I say berry. I like berry manilow. That has nothing to do with anything. Tour, tour. Sweater, store. I say I got it right. Moonglow? What? What's with the clothes? They're all... Black. And the eye makeup. And you dyed your hair, too. You hiding from the night? No. And my name is Bella 117. Bella 117? I finally found myself in a group of people who understand me, based on the work of the most influential writer of our time. Of any oh, no. time. No, 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 no! It can't be. That's right. I belong to the Church of Mystical Myerism. We follow the path of twilight. No! Um, I'll, I'll be right back. So, are you like an umpire now? Vampire! Where? No. I wait for my Edward to embrace me. Actually, uh, you need to know something. Mr. Ward... He's kind of, well, stuck on you. Is it possible? Is his the skin 
of a killer? How did Moonglow? Bella 117. Bella become a part of the cult of Stephanie Mayer. Meyer Mystics. And what can this mean for the show? All this and more on the final installment of the Jack and Shannon Show. The show was written by Jack Ward and stars Jack Ward. People Magazine. Shannon Hilchey. I hate Twilight. Shawel Strang. When am I ever going to do my audio tap dancing shtick? No time. What do you mean? I've got a stack of them right here. Ah! Kristen Slaney. Jack and Shannon's show was literally my personal hell on earth. Oh, for the love of... Eric Benson. I'm feeling pretty flagged. Punjar. And me, Mo Hashem. This show was recorded in sunny Bedford, Nova Scotia. And that's our show for this week. Join me back next week for the series finale of The Jack and Shannon Show. It's a little bittersweet and hopefully sprinkles in some of those laughs as well. I'm Jack Ward. Thanks for coming. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.